Hello guys, how are you doing? I um I'm gonna be sounding a little funny. Uh my chest lung area is not doing really well. So I'm a little out of breath. Uh but you know, I didn't wanna not record for this week's episode. Um I have an exciting episode. It's going to be fun. It's going to be about fear and all its craziness. Um, this time of year, I thought it would be very appropriate because everybody's sort of making light of things like fear um, and spooky stuff. So I wanted to jump in here and talk about that for a little bit. Um, my stands are not very popular when it comes to this kind of thing so if you hear something that you're like mm, i'm not sure about that that's okay um or if you're like i don't think that's biblical and you find a scripture to back it up send me an email you already know i'm open to that um let's let's open the conversation okay that's my goal l goss at transformed by his work and I am Lucia, your host for this. Um, and let's go ahead and start that. So let's talk about what we're scared of and what should we be scared of, okay? So the reason why we have the emotion of fear, um, like, all the other emotions that we experience. Uh, it's something given by God for a purpose and a reason. It is a real thing. Um, it's not something that you're making up in your head or you should just get over, if you will. Um, but it's a real thing and there's reasons for it. Now, as we've talked about before, our emotions can get a little crazy and we have to grab a hold of them and, you know, tell them what to do. So the main reason for fear is to keep us safe. Um, it helps us identify danger. And that is the purpose of fear, right? So it's like a security blank. It's something that helps us stay within boundaries of safety. So fear is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and sometimes, sometimes fear comes from places where we don't want it from. And that's why we have to hold on to our emotions, right? And we grab our emotions and put it against what God says. And then we're like, okay, yes, this is a real thing. Um, I am fearful for my life because I'm in a dangerous situation. Or uh, no, this is not a real thing. Uh, and I need to change my mind and change my emotions um so there's things that we can be afraid of some things are rational some things are irrational for example uh rational fear would be going into a dark alley alone at night not safe right so that's going to be scary um and it's a real thing it could potentially be dangerous especially depending on what part of the world you're in. So there's also irrational fears. Um, so let's talk about 
oh, you really like a celebrity and they're for some reason in your coffee shop or they're visiting your church and you have this fear of talking to them because, oh my gosh, they're such a celebrity. That's an irrational fear. They're human. They're just another human. You can go talk to them or not. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, but that, I just wanted to make it a little bit um, obvious of what I'm talking about. Rational versus uh, irrational fears. Now, we need to be able to decipher whether a feeling is rational or irrational. Uh, and if you need help with that, that is a good reason to go to counseling. Okay. Uh, of course, I'm always going to advocate for biblical counseling. They will help you process because I know I have had counselees that are scared or fearful of things that are not rational, but they cannot distinguish. Okay. Um, so, yeah, find yourself a counselor near you. Go talk this out. It's not something that you need to. Be embarrassed about if you're having an issue try and figure out if your a fear is rational or irrational um sometimes fears are rational depending on the circumstance or the point of your life that you're in like it would be rational if i was 20 something and married and i'm fearful of having a miscarriage Right, that's a rational fear. I'm, I'm young. I'm married. I could get pregnant. I could have, but it would be irrational for, um, let's say, a 65 year old woman that is a widow to be wor to be fearful of having a miscarriage. Well, let's start with probably she has menopause. So those are the things you need to go talk to somebody if you're having irrational fears or scared of things that are not really going to happen maybe <laughs> i don't know how to put that lightly um but yeah um i'm gonna walk away from that because i think i've said enough if you need any help whatsoever transformed by his word.org is my website el gossip transformed by his word is my email address ask me questions i will be more than happy to help you out if you need to have a sit down with me, we can do that too. All right, so let's see what the Bible actually has to say about fear. Um, you know that all my podcasts are going to be full of scripture, so you should have your Bible with you. And if you don't, it's okay because I'm going to read it to you anyways. Uh, so first one is going to be First Proverbs one seven. I thought this was an excellent place to start because it talks about what we're supposed to be scared of, okay? <laughs> or fearful of, if you will. So it says, Proverbs 1, 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Some translations will say wisdom, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. <sighs> the fear of the Lord, <coughs> that is, that is good fear, right? Uh, the one that puts you together, that uh, allows you every breath that you breathe. Yeah, you should be afraid of that. Um, and it's not a fear like 
oh, God's going to zap me at any moment, or I can't be acceptable to God, or I'm not good enough. You in itself are right. You're not, but we have Christ for that, right? This fear is more about understanding the magnitude of God. And once you understand the magnitude of who God is, um, it's like a respect thing, right? Like, yeah, he could zap me at any moment. Yeah, I'm not good enough for him. Uh, but he loves me. So I want to do whatever is in my power. I will fear him enough to seek to please him in everything I do. And that's why I do what I do. Um, so I think that's a great place. If nothing else, uh, if you get that out of this podcast, um, God loves you, but a healthy, balanced fear of the Lord is a very, very good, good thing. Um, it will take you and help you through so many things. So then, since we started in uh, the fear of the Lord, um, he, the creator of everything, the one that put you together, has given you instructions. Um, so go with me to Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes. I will help you. I will uphold you with my right, righteous right hand. How cool is that? <laughs> All right, Joshua. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, nor dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you. Where Ever you go. <sighs> yeah. So we fear the Lord. But he says, fear nothing else. I am with you. And if you comprehend the magnitude of God and who he is and how he holds our lives in his hands, you'll understand what else is there to fear. Right? Like. What what could I possibly fear if the God of all creation is telling me that he's with me? So, you may be thinking, okay, that sounds really cool. But in life, it doesn't work that way. Like, God's not, like, right here. Like, I can't see him. Sometimes I can't feel him. I hear that a lot. I just don't feel him. You don't have to. Um, so I want to give you a couple of examples of people that have lived. So humans like you and I. Um, and where they stood with this so that you can have uh, another human's opinion. Not that we need another human's opinion. That sounded a little weird. We all need just God. 
but we're humans. So that for some reason is not good enough. So God is grateful. Uh, he's graceful and gives us examples because he knows we're going to need them. Okay. So Psalms 34 verse four says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and deliver me from my fears. The psalmist said, and who's scared? He sought God and God heard him and he delivered him. Yeah, it doesn't mean that every time you seek God and you ask for something, you're gonna get it. Remember, God's not a genie. Um, but the psalmist is delivered from all his fears. So he might just give you courage to go through what you're going through. And that's enough. All right. Psalm 56.3. Psalm 56.3 says, Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. Again, the psalmist is like, I get scared, God, but I'm going to trust you. Um, so the answer is yes, God is with you. It does work that way. It is that simple. Um, oftentimes you're going to find that what the Bible tells us to do, it's, it's simple, but it's not easy. Um, I think we have this idea in our heads that for something to be simple, it should be easy, but it's not. Um, uh, sometimes things are hard, but if we fix our eyes on God, we don't have to be scared. We don't have to be fearful. Now, if we fix our eyes on the darkness, Even if it's the skies that's fun. If we fix our eyes in anything that is not of God, anything that's the opposite of godly, then that's, there's going to be consequences for that, right? I mean, there, there's you can't have one without the other. Um, So let's see what the Bible has to say. First uh, John 418. There's no fear in love. I'm going to read that again. There is no fear in love. Remember, first John 48 told us that God is love. So what this verse is saying is there's no fear in God. In God. Yeah, I really like this one. So, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. So, First John is actually putting this very parallel thing, okay? Um, He's not saying you can have one without 
the other. He's not saying you can dabble your feet at the world and be fun. He's not. He's making a very clear distinction. Um, if you are in God, if you're following love, which is God, he's perfect. And he'll cast out fears for you. But if you focus on the fear, if you focus on the darkness and all that comes with it, it says fear involves torment. Your soul will be tormented. There's no way for you and I to be involved in darkness and not be tormented. I know, it's a hard one, but it's okay. I'm here to bring you truth. And that is the truth. It's a sad truth. Some people like to think <clears throat> that salvation is enough and they can live their life however they want. And they can't. Um, it's just not possible. Um, so with all this information, uh, we need to realize when we face a difficult situation, we're going to remember that we serve a God that has told us such wonderful things, like I'm going to be with you, but there's this verse, and this verse I hold really, really close to my heart. Uh, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. I'm not going to get into it too much because for time's sakes, you know, I like to keep it under 30 minutes. Um, but I struggle with fear for many, many years. Many, 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 many years. Um, I cannot tell you what it was like to live with fear. Um, what I can tell you is that it took something very, very radical, very, very strong. For me to realize that I did not need to be in fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. If you live in fear. Go to your pastor. Get prayer. Go to your small group. Go to your group of biblically sound friends. Go get counseling. You don't have to live in fear. It's not a good life. Um, I don't want to go back there. Uh, because God has not given you that spirit of fear. It's not of him. Now, I'm not saying I don't get scared of things once in a while. <laughs> Let me tell you, last night, whew, I got up 
and I went to use the bathroom and I came back in and the room was dark, right? Because I didn't turn any lights on because why should I? I don't know. Um, and my husband had hung his coat on one of our uh, exercise equipment and it looked like a person was standing there. <laughs> I was like, whoa, where did this come from? And then I realized what it was and I was like, oh, that is so silly. But that reaction, that those things are not going to go away, right? Because those are the good things. Those are the, that's the fear that God has given you to, to keep you safe. The first thing I thought was someone broke into my house. Um, what am I going to do? But then I quickly realized my dogs would have barked, you know, like all these other things. But anyway, so I thought that was a cool, fast illustration of the good, healthy things that the the fears that God has given us that are normal and okay and healthy. I don't want you to get done with this recording thinking, oh, no, I get scared. Therefore, I now must not be in God or something. No. Um, but if you are struggling with fear all the time, go, go look for help. Because um, God has not given you a spirit of fear. So when we're afraid, you can pray. We prayed that nonsense right out of here. Like, nope, no, 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 fear. You do not have room in this mind. Listen what God tells us and face whatever you're facing, knowing that God is in your corner. I think that realization that God loves you and likes you I know. Um, he's in your corner. He is rooting for you. He's right there with you. And when you need him, which is basically every breath, he's going to be right there to help you. Okay. One more verse, you guys. We're almost done. <laughs> One more verse. Matthew 10, 28. Matthew 10, 28. Says, and do not fear those who can kill the body, but cannot kill your soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both your soul and your body in hell. As a side note, <laughs> uh, hell is a real place. Um, it is eternal separation from God. I was going to do a whole episode on hell uh but I, I don't know i might do it sometime next year but for now i didn't think it was uh something that i wanted to really focus on right uh i want to keep it a little lighter um than that <laughs> as if what i just gave you was light right uh but I didn't want to go into the whole details of hell. What I am going to say is hell is a real place. Um, if you don't have Christ, you are destined for hell. That is what you deserve. And no, God is not sending you to hell. You are doing that all on your own. God is calling you away from that. And he does not want that for you. But if you're choosing not to listen to him, then... You're, you're doing that to yourself. With that said, we don't follow Christ. 
as a ticket out of hell. There's so much more to life um, on this side of eternity and on the other side of eternity uh, to be thankful for for what what God has done for us, that hell shouldn't be the reason why you follow God. But if no other reason compels you, that's okay too. If that's where you're going to start, as long as you don't stay there, if that's what's going to start you on your journey to finding who Christ is, then so be it. Hell is a real place. And there are a lot of Bible teachers that will say that it's a metaphorical thing. Um, it's not. It's real. It's the destiny of Satan and all of his alliances. And God is very specific. If you're not with him, you're against him. So you're in alliance with Satan if you don't follow God. That's basically what I'm saying. Uh, so, yeah. Think that through. Again, if you have questions, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. There's my email address. Let's start a conversation. Um, yeah. So that is my spiel on fear. I am going to start a, in November, I'm going to do um, a family-oriented podcast, basically. So I'm going to be discussing marriage and divorce and adoption and uh, children and parents. But what is your role? What are you supposed to be doing? Um, what's a Christian family look like? All those things. So that's what I have coming up in November. I'm really excited about it. Um, it's challenging, but I like a challenge. I like a good challenge. So I'm excited about that. Uh, oh, yes. So we have um, people that are listening. Um, our viewings and our listens are going up, which is great. I'm so excited. You guys are enjoying what I'm putting out. But the amount of people following and the amount of people listening are not even close to each other. So if you're listening and you listen to me chat about scripture uh, on a regular basis, push that like button. Um, my website is transformedbyhisword.org if you want to have more information about what biblical counseling is. Um, the information I usually give you guys on these podcasts. Um, it's very preachy. I know. I'm sorry. I don't try to be preachy. I wouldn't cover all of this in one counseling session, but this is basically the route that I would take if I had someone with fear. So whenever you're listening to these, um, this are, these, these scriptures that I give you every week are the scriptures that I would use if I was dealing with someone in my counseling sessions that's struggling with that specific issue. Now, it's not going to take me 30 minutes. It will probably be over the course of, I don't know, 10 weeks. But the material that you're getting, even though it sounds a little pretty, um, it's the material I would use for counseling. So 
if you have any questions about that, uh, if you have any crazy strong opinions about anything I said, there's my email address again. Uh, I have written down my topics for from now till the end of the year, but I'm looking for topics for next year. I am working with someone about having a couple of guests. How exciting is that? Um, I want to interview people from different backgrounds, uh, starting with you know other Christians that maybe are not the same denomination. Can I say that since I'm not denominational? <laughs> Than me. Uh, and I want to talk to people that are in the other side of the aisle and just kind of talk about how we're all one and how the church should be working together. And I want to talk to atheists and I'm going to talk to people that are, you know, in the fence or on the other side of the fence. All the things. Um, but if you have something that you're struggling with and you would want to know how I would deal with it in a counseling session, or if there's a topic that you're like, oh, she should totally talk about that. Yeah, just shoot me an email and I would be more than happy to tackle it. I, yeah, I don't have, I don't have any topic that I'm like, no, I would have never ever ever talk about that so even if you think it's a little crazy and out there shoot me an email i'll probably talk about it uh okay so that's it like subscribe share this is great information for people that's struggling share it your friends need it your co-workers need it your family needs it you need it i need it um share it subscribe so i can see that people are actually enjoying it um and i will see you in november next week a little dramatic <laughs> all right you guys i'll see you all next week have a great day love you bye